The Chicago Bears' biggest needs right now might look a little bit differently once they start re-signing some of their own players, and those priorities might look a bit different once free agency actually rolls around. You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at CoxSports1. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Bears. You can like Locked On Bears on Facebook. Join the Locked On Bears Facebook group for even more Bears talk. And make sure you hit that subscribe button on the Locked On Bears YouTube channel to keep up with all of our video podcasts as well. Thanks for making Locked On Bears your first listen today and hopefully every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. The podcast starts today looking at the Bears' biggest needs right now. And some is more a reflection of the number of players on their own current roster that are set to hit free agency and just leaving kind of massive holes right now on the roster, on the depth chart, however you want to slice it up, to where they just are going to need more bodies at certain positions. Whereas other needs are a little bit more talent-based right now, where they do have players under contract, but they just need to upgrade what they have been getting from those spots. And in some of the cases, they may have players being upcoming free agents that also just need to be not brought back and therefore upgraded on the open market. But the still to be re-signed group of their own free agents definitely throws things for a, a different conversation here, right? Because when we look at, if you if you took the Bears 2021 roster this past season, as the roster was, and when the offseason, say, with all the same players, you wouldn't necessarily say off the bat that the biggest need or the biggest weakness on that roster specifically was wide receiver. But when you look at the players that are set to be free agents this season, they are desperately going to need to sign and draft wide receivers. And so because... Allen Robinson is a free agent, Marquise Goodwin is a free agent, Demir Bird is a free agent, and Jakeem Grant is a free agent. Those are four of your top five wide receivers on your depth chart. Because all of them are not currently under contract, by default, wide receiver is the biggest need on this team right now. If you looked at them purely from a talent standpoint and included them in the conversation, not necessarily no. But I think of it as like right now, Say, if the season started tomorrow, where would the Bears have the biggest need, the biggest priority of players to either re-sign their own or sign additional outside players? It is wide receiver because they do not have anywhere close to an NFL wide receiving core under contract right now. And that, you know, that's the other positions have more players under contract that maybe you still would want to upgrade. But like, as we look at what the team needs to prioritize right now in terms of positions, Wide receiver just has to be at that spot. And then also you add in that you do want to do better 
than a lot of those guys I just mentioned. We talked last week about a whole podcast on whether or not the Bears should or should not re-sign Allen Robinson, what the price tag would look like, whether the team should be interested, whether he should be interested. So we don't have to rehash like that whole discussion right now. But like you do want to do better, ideally, than Marquise Goodwin and Demir Bird and at wide receiver, at least, Jakeem Grant also, right? You want to have a better wide receiving core for Justin Fields. In terms of, like, what is going to be most pivotal in terms of upgrading compared to last year, wide receiver is in that conversation, but it's not as pivotal as some of these other spots that start to, I guess, I don't know, blur the line a little bit as far as, like, if you wanted to rank which needs are the most important, right? Again, the lack of wide receivers on this on this roster puts that at number one in just terms of like there is a vacancy of players under contract at a position with some fairly strong significance to this team. But all of a sudden, as you start to like rank it from there, it's a little bit hard to like figure out both what's more important for this team and also what's more bare in the cupboard for this roster because Right away, I think the position we're very focused on, you know, among, I think, people that break down and follow this team is the offensive line. When you just think about a group that you would like to have playing better next season, you know, you're going to, you have Jason Peters as a free agent who's not going to be back. You have Jermaine Effetti as a free agent who's likely not going to be back. And James Daniels as a free agent that's to be determined. But you also have younger guys built in there that are part of that conversation of getting better next season that don't necessarily, you know, you don't need to necessarily replace them with free agents because you do want to see your second-year players take that next step in year two. So then, like, does does offensive line still remain a higher priority then if we're, if we're ranking them over, say, cornerback, where you know you have Jalen Johnson and maybe a slot cornerback in there, but it's a little bit hard. You know, you don't know exactly what you're going to get at any of those other cornerback spots. And it's very important to this defense. And in the same ways that the offensive line seemed to hold back this offense at times, certainly the cornerback position seemed to hold back this defense at times. You also don't have very many safeties under contract right now. So they're in that conversation. And honestly with Akeem Hicks and Bilal Nichols as free agents, the defensive line is in that conversation as like, is that, you know, without either of those two guys, specifically a defensive tackle, because Mack and Quinn are going to be your edge rushers on that defensive line, but specifically the defensive tackle, especially if you may end up releasing Eddie Goldman or doing something with that contract, all of a sudden that belongs right there in that conversation. At all those spots, you have more guys under contract than wide receiver with Darnell Mooney and Daz Newsom, and technically Simba Webster and Isaiah Coulter are both under contract, but not going to be part, really, of this 53-man roster. It's more about the bigger picture stuff there. So we'll kind of go through some of those those four key positions with some really big free agents, as well as a couple others that the Bears might just look at adding some more depth or maybe looking to upgrade as a lower-priority need this offseason. Next on Locked on Bears. Today's episode of Locked on Bears are brought to you by the makers of the world's best-tasting protein bars, Built Bars, and they really are the best tasting protein bar you can find anywhere on the market because they don't taste like other protein bars. 
They really do taste like candy bars. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They've got a 100% chocolate coating all around the entire Built Bar. So it really does look and taste and feel like a candy bar. Comes in a bunch of great flavors. Salted caramel, cookies and cream. I have raspberry in my cupboard right now. They're so, so good. I can't get enough of them. But on top of tasting delicious, they are low sugar, low calories, high fiber, and high protein. So not only are they good tasting, but they're good for you. You got to check them out for yourself. Head on over to Built.com. Enter in our promo code, LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. The Chicago Bears have to do some rebuilding or maybe just retooling at some of the keys, like the biggest key positions on both sides of the ball, like after quarterback, next most important spots on your roster are going to be offensive line, cornerback, and probably pass rusher. We know pass rusher is pretty set, but like in terms of like importance to the roster, cornerback and offensive line take the cake. We talked, and again, in depth, much like Allen Robinson last week, we talked about James Daniels too. Should the Bears re-sign him? Should they go elsewhere at guard? Or if they move Cody Whitehair to center, do they need two guards then? What, how much would James Daniels cost? Are there other cheaper options? We kind of went through a lot of the different dynamics with him in particular. But then you have Tevin Jenkins and Larry Borum inherited as your offensive tackles in year two. A lot to like about both of them. And you, would, you could get by entering this season with those two as the plan for your starting offensive tackles. But at the very least, I would like to bring in some veteran offensive tackle depth around them that's not just Lichavius Simmons, right? I would like to have something. And maybe you bring in a third veteran who can compete with them and say, you know what, Jenkins, Borum, and the veteran, you compete. And the best two tackles will start. Whether it's Borum and the veteran or and Jenkins goes on the bench or whether Jenkins or whether Borum goes on the bench or whether the free agent you just signed ends up on the bench, bring me another offensive tackle just to make the position better and give me another option in case Jenkins struggles or gets hurt again or Borum hits that sophomore slump and struggles and you need a veteran, right? Give me something else at offensive tackle in addition to needing a better center. You need to upgrade from Sam Mustafer. That's a high priority to have a better performing offensive line to make Justin Fields' job easier, to make the running game easier, which will make Justin Fields' job easier, give the wide receivers more time. There's so much that comes back to that offensive line position. And it's why I just be, it's why I find myself giving it slight priority over cornerback, only because Justin Fields' development is really priority number one this season. Of course, you want to win games and you should and should win games, should be shoot, shooting for the Super Bowl and all that, but like this year is all about Justin Fields taking that next step. And if he does take that next step, you're going to win more games. So, like, that's why it's sort of the first priority because everything else that are your priorities will come or should come from Justin Fields getting better and playing like a franchise quarterback. So that's why, like, I, I lean offensive line there. But at the same time, like, you're not going to go anywhere if you don't make this cornerback position better. Like, there are games where the defense was at least able to get by with, you know, Artie Burns or Kendall Vildor as a starting cornerback on the outside. It was ugly at times, but like down the stretch of that season, last season, right? There were some games where those were your cornerbacks and they were not good, but the defense wasn't getting torched all game. There were moments, there were very bad moments, but like they sort of scraped by enough 
at some times comparatively to where the offensive line sometimes was a little bit more of an issue and where, again, Justin Fields is the bigger priority. But absolutely need to upgrade the cornerback spot, and it's still very, very important. It's just if I'm putting it next to offensive line, I can make I can make the argument both ways, but I, I, I lean slightly offensive line just because it feels like it, it's more pivotal to the success of the quarterback and therefore the success of the franchise long-term future. Whereas like still cornerback improvement is going to be pivotal to the success of this defense, which is still important and still part of this conversation. And it's not so much to detract from either one, but just to say that they're, they're both very important, but another starter next to Jalen Johnson and maybe a slot guy too, to compete with Duke Shelley and Thomas Graham or, or whatever they feel like the future is going to be there. I, I could, I could use a little bit more depth, at the cornerback spot. I mean, those two offensive line and cornerback are just going to be really, really important to what the Chicago Bears want to do. They're, they're the most impactful in terms of like expected points added. And a lot of the analytics are sort of showing how important those spots are in addition to, of course, quarterback being the number one and, and pass rusher also being a very, very high priority on that list. It's why safety in particular drops down a little bit for me, but like, it comes back to the same conversation we had about wide receiver, where they just don't have anybody under contract. Eddie Jackson, under contract. And the other safety right now under contract is, I guess, like Jalen Tease Tabor was playing safety and Marquis Christian was playing some safety. But like right now, free agent Tashawn Gibson, free agent Deion Bush, free agent DeAndre Houston Carson. If you bring all those guys back, it's not really that huge of a need and drops down the list, but purely because all three of them are set to be free agents and you don't really have anyone who can consistently be a, a second starting quality player next to Eddie Jackson. Safety jumps up pretty high on that priority list because you're just going to need bodies there much like there's still, you still have Darnell Mooney at wide receiver. And if you brought all those wide receivers back, it's not the worst wide receiving core in the NFL and you still would like to upgrade it. But like the fact that you just don't have wide receiver, I mean, safety is also under contract on this team, inherently makes them a pretty big priority, you know, compared to the offensive line where, like, you could piece together a starting five based on the players the Bears have under contract right now. Comparatively, you could not piece together starting safeties. You could piece together as cornerbacks. You have enough cornerbacks that could play, that you would like to do better with, but, like, you could get by. Can't piece together a wide receiving core right now. Can't piece together safeties right now. So, like, those those become fairly high priorities, perhaps higher than they would be just if you had more of your guys from last year under contract. But that's part of the nature of this, of the whole exercise is to be like, hey, they have some really serious work to either re-sign the guys that they had from last year, or they're going to have to bring in a bunch of players. It's sort of highlighting, hey, here's the different types of needs that they have on this roster. Plus there's other spots where you just, you, they do have some guys, but you just want to get, better. And we'll look at some of the spots where there's some room for upgrades and where Ryan Poles could put some of his priority this offseason on the less obvious spaces next on Locked On Bears. Once we get a little closer to free agency, our friends at Bet Online will have a ton of fun prop bets about where different players are going to end up, including right now Aaron Rodgers' props have been a fun thing to keep an eye on, whether he's going to leave Green Bay, retire, resign in Green Bay. They got odds on that and so much more because even with football season over, BetOnline is still the place for all the latest odds, totals, and player performance props for everything to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. And it's not just football. Basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. You've got soccer, tennis, hockey, boxing, 
UFC. So far, no baseball, but maybe we'll get some baseball back again. They just got wrapped up their Olympics coverage and so much more. BetOnline is the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, and news, no matter what sports season you're talking about. So head on over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the top trends and action you need to know. Because BetOnline is where the game starts. We've heard Chicago Bears defensive coordinator Alan Williams say that building this Bears defense starts in the middle. They kind of talk about building it from the middle out. And it can be overlooked, I think, the importance of the defensive tackle spots in this defense. And again, we talked last week about Akeem Hicks being a free agent and whether or not new regime might be more inclined to re-sign him or if some of the concerns about his durability still weigh too heavily or how much that might cost. But like with Akeem Hicks as a free agent, and Bilal Nichols as a free agent, all of a sudden your your three-technique defensive tackle depth is a little bit lighter. It's worth noting, too, though, that when you transition from this 3-4 to the 4-3, you go from having three of those true interior defensive line positions, two ends and a nose tackle, to having two to just have the nose tackle and the three-technique. Because your outside linebackers, your Mack and your Quinn, now become your defensive line edge rushers, all of a sudden, you do need fewer true defensive tackle types than what the Bears had been carrying in the past. And so, you know, you do have Mario Edwards Jr. He's probably going to place this this more of this defensive tackle position in there and can be more of that interior pass rusher. You have Angelo Blackson still under contract. He's not a dynamic player at that spot by any means, but he can he can play there. So, like, even if you don't re-sign Hicks or Nichols, you're gonna first of all, you're you're gonna be hurting at defensive tackle, but you have guys under contract who can play the position. It's just like ideally you want a no a more dynamic three technique in that rotation in there with that defensive line to kind of you know give you something a little bit more up the middle because it is gonna be important to what this Bears defense does. I feel similarly at inside linebacker right now, where you're moving to a, a four three base defense, which again We've talked fairly regularly on this podcast about how it's not that drastically different. It's not going to change the defense a ton in terms of what guys are being asked to do. It's just more so like where they're going to stand before the snap, not so much what they're going to be asked to do after the snap. But in terms of like that linebacker spot, you're more likely, you're more often going to need three or more of that inside linebacker off ball linebacker spot instead of the two they had in the defense and the last defense. So in the same way that like the number of defensive tackles you need shrinks, the number of linebackers, you know, off ball linebackers you need grows. And so, yes, Roquan Smith is under contract, you know, obviously great player. Danny Trevathan still under contract, less great player winding down his career. We'll see financially where that leaves the bears, but they're in kind of a tough spot in terms of moving on from him, but you could kind of use that third one, to go at least at least a third one added. Alec Ogletree is a free agent. They kind of moved on from Joel E.A. Booneyway. Christian Jones is a free agent. So you have like Caleb Johnson. I mean, like, or even like Bruce Irvin maybe could step over into that role in a pinch. But like, otherwise, you're going to need something else at inside linebacker. Not nearly the priority of a wide receiver, or even multiple wide receivers, rebuilding the offensive line, rebuilding the secondary a little bit, right? Not nearly that high of a priority, but is still going to be important because in part because Danny Trevathan is not all that reliable 
you know, I mean, he's just not at this stage of his career. So you have Roquan, and then you'll probably need to sign someone else anyway, even with Danny, but then also Danny's not super reliable, so maybe you need another one, or at least that's more incentive to have more depth at that position and, and adds to some of the importance to the short-term and long-term success of this Bears team, especially sort of as they transition. I know Anthony Hitchens was a name that's been thrown out there because the Chiefs just released him, you know, what, last week? Kind of a little bit, like, totally surprising, but the timing was a little bit surprising. And I believe, obviously, coming from the Chiefs, he was with Ryan Poles there, and then he was a linebacker for the Cowboys, I believe, when Matt Eberflus was there as part of that linebacking course. There's obviously connections people are drawing there, and that one wouldn't count as a true free agent for compensatory picks. So that's a fun one. I just wanted to throw in there as a little bonus of, like, he might come up in our free agent discussions, but he's a pre-free agent, C-free agent that could be an early signing at a spot where they could just use another body with some familiarity and with, with coaches and general manager on this team. Makes makes a lot of sense there. The other spot that's maybe a, more of a subtle need that's, again, very much lower on this priority list than everything else, but, like, quietly tight end is a spot I'd look for the team to address in some way this offseason. You have Cole Komet. And Cole Komet is Cole Komet at this point, right? I mean, it's, it's only, this will be year three, so it's not like you don't, we're not slapping the bust label on just yet, but he has been slow to develop and has not provided a lot of overwhelming consistency or difference making. I mean, he's been able to, it took him a little while that like he would drop some of the, wouldn't drop the easy passes, but you wanted him to catch the tougher passes, and he was making more of those by the end of this season and, and what kind of looked like progress. But more importantly, Jimmy Graham's a free agent. No reason to bring him back. Jesse James, the number three tight end, also a free agent. So you have Komet, Holtz, and Horstead. We want to see more Horstead, I think. We all want to see more Horstead, but you're not going to elevate him to be your number two right away. You'd like to have something else veteran and more consistent at tight end. Or I mean, you could draft a rookie, I suppose, but get something else a little bit more reliable, a little bit more, I don't want to say proven, because a rookie wouldn't be proven, but a little bit more, I don't know, talented. I mean, not to take anything away from Jesper Horstead, but, like, he hasn't been able to crack the lineup consistently, even though we see flashes, but just for whatever reason. So, like, give me something else at tight end at some point, but I'm not spending big money on it, right? I'm not making it a high priority. I'm not using an early draft pick on it, but, like, you know, give me something else there with, with Graham and James both as free agents. I'm going to want something to pair with Cole Komet at the very least to give me a little bit more depth there and, and maybe add something a bit more to the offense. Like, really, I think the only positions you don't need to add something to or not looking to upgrade are quarterback, because you got Nick Foles under contract. He can be your backup and you're fine. And then running back. Damian Williams is a free agent. You've got Montgomery and Herbert are a great one-two punch. If you get Tariq Cohen back, great. If you cut him... Sorry, I mean, I wish, I want Terry Cohen to do well. I want him to come back and play at a high level. I just I don't know what we can expect from him. But so then Ryan Nall could be your number three running back, right? You don't, need a, you don't need to touch running back, really. You don't need to touch quarterback, really. Everything else has room for improvement, and it's about what's a higher priority. And I say wide receiver, followed by offensive line cornerback, pretty interchangeably, safety right in there. Then probably more like defensive tackle from there, inside linebacker, and then tight end, and that sort of. And of course, I mean, right now you don't have a you don't have Pat O'Donnell under punter. We're not we're not really going to do the special teams conversation again. But like, there's some special teamers in there too that you'd also ideally like to bring back. But more so the big premium priority positions to help Justin Fields build the offense around him. Big priority. Make sure the defense is still good. Also significant priority. But 
Fields is priority number one because Fields leads to winning and long-term success. And so that's where I think the Bears should have their needs ranked entering free agency in the NFL draft for the rest of the year. Certainly, if you disagree with me, I'd, I'd love to hear what you have to think. Let us know in the YouTube comments here on the Lockdown Bears YouTube channel or, of course, the Lockdown Bears Facebook group is a pl- great place for even more of that Bears talk or on Twitter at Locked On Bears. So many different ways to engage and be involved with the show. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making Locked On Bears your first listen today. If you're looking for that second listen, Locked On NFL brings you all of the national perspective on all the biggest stories coming out of the football, not a lot of the league, right? I mean, across the league, we, a lot of Aaron Rodgers talk lately, but of course, Combine coming up. We're going we're gonna to talk about that on, on the Locked On Bears podcast a bit too as things start to get rolling in that way. And we'll poke our attention to the NFL draft a little bit more. Lots more goodies coming for you throughout this offseason. So I hope you'll keep tuning in. I hope you'll keep following along. And I hope that the Lockdown Bears podcast will make it that much easier for you to bear down.